He was basically everything associated with the race club, a foreman, project manager, and was involved in the construction of the grandstand on track in the 1980s. Sean, it must be an emotional time for you, your first cup without Vin. Yeah, very emotional. Uh, and, you know, they've, they've redone the track here this year, so to, to bring it back from Seymour and uh, to be here without him this year has been very emotional. Has it uh, so, ma- made it more challenging or maybe a little bit easier to try and blend back going to the Kilmore Cup with no fans this year? Well, yeah, probably a little bit easier, easing into it, just with uh, a select um, select uh, sponsors and, and board members. So probably a little bit easier. made it a little bit easier for the family. And, uh, you know, it, uh, at the time we uh, rained nicely before the race, so he was there giving us a little bit of, uh, little bit of inspiration from above. So, yeah, it was fantastic. Sean, tell us a bit about your dad. He's obviously he obviously had had a very uh, long-standing um, role and commitment to the Kilmore Racing Club. Tell us a bit about your your old man Vin. Yeah, look, he's uh, he's, he's lived his life in construction. Always been in construction. Uh, we moved here, or he moved here in 1985 and uh, completed the grandstand uh, construction here on course, and uh, evidently uh, settled in the in the town. Uh, met a beautiful lady here. Married her and then uh, became a member and uh, then a member of the uh, board. So, you know, it's been fantastic just to have that journey um, and, and uh, you know, uh, just having that uh, sporting commitment that, that's gone along. He's been a member of the cricket club and associated with the golf club and, and played pool in the town. So, you know, it's, it's pretty special that, uh, you know, he's been able to have that journey and... Uh, Combine two things that he loved uh, in his life, which was construction and uh, and, uh, and horse racing. Well, Sean, it sounded like he was a very community-minded person, and obviously being involved with the racing club for that long, you're probably like a lot of um, children of committee men and, and volunteers. They get dragged along to the races all the time, so I'm sure the club holds a special place in your heart as well. But also having a a name race. Uh, uh, race name named after your father must be pretty special as well. Oh yeah, yeah, very special. Uh, and and uh, back the winner of the race, so that makes it even more special. <laughs> so uh, it's a thirty dollar winner. So you know the, the first memorial race that um, you know that you can do that is, is fantastic. And uh, yeah, and, and he dragged me along in nineteen eighty five when he built the grandstand. So I was only about twelve years old. So you know, I followed him around most of my life with, with that and. Uh, you know, it's a great inspiration to me and, and my family, but um, also uh, very uh, character-building in, in the way that, um, you know, he's portrayed his future and, and uh, given direction to me in my life. So, yeah, it's been fantastic, you know. It's interesting. I was talking to Amanda Elliott uh, uh, some months ago about her father, Ian Bales, and how that generation of um, people in the community, Sean, always had a very strong civic sense of civic duty. They were either in the Rotary Club or the Lions Club and, and all that sort of stuff. And you reeled off a lot of the things that your dad was involved with in the Kilmore community just a couple of minutes ago. There was a, there was a stronger sense of community uh, in your dad's generation, wasn't there? Oh, definitely, yeah. Look, uh, you know, in those days, uh, very, um, I suppose, specific in their era where we did have that opportunity to follow our parents in, the, in those uh, commitments that they had in their life. And, um, you know, times have changed a little bit, but I, I consider myself very lucky 
now looking back that I did that, have that opportunity to go to a lot of racetracks around Victoria. Yeah, I've been to most racetracks around Victoria, so and and also to following in his sporting life where you know the friendships he's created is has just been enormous. So uh, and that, and that's uh, evident here today in um, you know in in, in his uh, mem- memory Sean, what today makes... at the truck. So oh, sorry, sorry to cut you off. Then Sean, what makes You're Kilmore right. special and unique? Oh, it's just um, it's a it's a it's a uh, community just not far outside of Melbourne, so it's really got that uh, country feel, but very close to the city, um, but but also a very small community, and um, you know everyone likes to get involved, and there's a lot of friendships here that um, is very hard to find in uh, in our modern day society. So um, you know it's very humbling just to be be involved in that or a part of that. Sean, thanks for having a chat on what was no doubt a very emotional day, the first Kilmore Cup since the passing of your father, Vin, an absolute legend. Yeah, fantastic. Thanks for the opportunity to uh, speak on, on his behalf. And, uh, you know, it's uh, very humbling. And, um, yeah, we, we, we really appreciate it from uh, all of the Loder family. Sean Loder there from Kilmore on the back of what was a tough day for the family, but it's nice to see the club acknowledge his father and lovely to see him find the winner at 30. Yeah, yeah we should have got him on before <laughs> well, the race. That's right. His dad sounded like a real town, and it was interesting. And you probably would know this too, Megs, from where your folks and your grandparents, and because you, you've got so many generations up there on the farm. They, um, there was an enormous civic sense of duty from uh, my dad was on the Rotary Club and the Lions Club. I mean, he was the town GP, yeah. But he was also at meetings twice a week for mm. the Rotary to work out, you know, how they're going to raise money to put that down footpath down in uh, Smith Street <laughs> or something like that. So it was a ca- and it would have been really difficult. Um, of all the things we think about with the difficulties of the lockout and COVID, to have a race named in the uh, in your father's honour, but to not be able to be on the track. So that would have been a really tough uh, tough thing for the for the Loder family, no but doubt. But as he said, it almost softened the blow a little bit, a softly, softly approach and maybe easing them back in to try and get over that. So obviously a tough day, but nice that they have acknowledged him and lovely that he did find the winner as a nice tribute. Amazing how many times racing can dish up those sort of stories.